Good morning. Uh, this is Jerry Rhodes coming to you with a podcast regarding the American Enterprise Party, a third party for balancing the American budget and reducing um, bad new deals and deficits. Uniparty politics is a disaster for objective thought. It's really embracing neo-communist philosophies and resulted in bad new deals. The current Uniparty is a one-party Congress, gridlocked. There's two parties that have uh, knocked heads and at this point cannot uh, seem to resolve our biggest problems by calling them issues. They're really a transition to communism with no objective debate or resolution for Congress's enormous and our country's enormous debt and irresponsible legislation that's being proposed at the present time. We cannot afford what we've obligated uh, America for, let alone uh, the Green New Deal and the other bad legislation that encumbers uh, the USA with enormous debt and deficits. Marxism states that democracy, especially multi-party democracy, is just too unruly. It's, it's like 18th century uh, and, and without enlightenment. For the modern tech era, it's out of date. Uh, a, form, a, fa- a famous uh, author once wrote, democracy in America is the independent self-starting citizens who form so many non-governmental patriotic legislation for the betterment of all. What does that mean? It means that our current um, institutions no longer are allowing our Constitution and uh, free enterprise society to work as it was designed. By updating the design with high-tech and institutions that no longer stand for work ethic and patriotism, uh, communism is, is coming into our society. Neo-communism. What is that? Well, that's where you have um, protests turning into riots and riots turning into a um, overthrow of the government, such as the French Revolution or the Chinese Revolution or the Russian Revolution or the Black Lives Revolution. Communism, Communism promises replacing the rights of the individual with sharing of the risk and return equally for the greater good of the society, with a few having the authority to to decide the distribution of the fruits of the labor of the many workers. 
equally and equitably for the greater good. The leaders having the authority to resolve any disagreements or curtail all debate for the collective benefit of the proletariat. I think uh, George Orwell has written of that in, in, a, in, a, in a prophetic way. It was called Animal Farm. And then he followed that up with 1984. If you haven't read them lately, reread them because we're moving in that direction. In conflict is a uniparty government where objective debate doesn't exist. It's only uh, using issues as a stall tactic, then reform, then task forces and committees. It is the CCP Inc., Chinese Communist Party's approach to control. China, Russia, communist philosophy with their Politburo has a uniparty government, such as we're now looking at. One mind, one controlling system that doesn't allow for risk-taking, independent thought, investment of time and effort for profit uh, of the individual. Failure isn't rewarded, while family is for procreation only. And the future is what Big Brother says it is, and the Brotherhood policies uh, are the are the applied to the proletariat. It is a temporary aura aura of equality and equity that disappears with the loss of personal initiative when the many realize they have lost their freedom of thought and action. When the revolution results in a compromise of these values and the evolution of personal development stops, the perceived wealth disappears and the many fall into apathy and hopelessness uh, of some form of intoxication. Look at the fall of Rome. Look at the fall of Russia, East Germany, Venezuela, Vietnam, Cuba, and ultimately will happen to China. The shell shall be bare. The goods can't be delivered. The ships can't be unloaded. The trucks aren't available. All of those symptoms are now looking uh, our democracy in, in the face, in the face of fear, a pandemic utilized very much to to uh, put in place a new political party who has progressive bad New Deal thoughts to, to transition America to a neo-communist state. Does America really have a uniparty or am I just preaching to myself? With 27 blue states and 23 red states, we have a uniparty approach at every level of government as a control device, not democracy. Add the federal government where the Democrats and the Republican parties both work to control both houses of Congress and the Supreme Court. It is the goal of each to control the Senate, the House, and have the presidency. It has happened 
to Obama. It happened with Trump. Our, our electorate at that point in time were, were I think, smart enough to dis- disengage that, that uniparty uh, situation. What has become the gang of 545 by adding a uniparty president for prevention of democratic debate? That's 100 senators, 435 House of Representatives, nine Supreme Court justices, and the president. Uh, It's it's, uh, for the prevention of democratic debate and resolution. never using objective decision-making. One of those primary uh, objective uh, considerations has to be the, our financial situation. The result is an opposition of two parties positioning their strategy to control, not resolution of national and international problem-solving and peacemaking. The only solution to this type of control is a swing vote third party, the American Enterprise Party, which is what I represent. I'm the founder and CEO of the American Enterprise Party. So what is capitalism and socialism, American style? Risk-taking is the driving force of our enterprises. The profit motive is pursued. The quality of family life is aspired. The work ethic is practiced. Advancement is inspirational. Ownership is investment of time, effort, and work. Happiness is fruitful, having a fruitful lifestyle. The very components of capitalism and socialism in a democracy that is the American dream, the American dream society. Why then are these aspirations pitted against our humanity when it takes all to produce a successful enterprise. So this is proposing that capitalism and socialism are bedfellows. They work together every day in the in our enterprises. So why wouldn't we want a capitalistic and socialistic society working uh, in our enterprise prizes towards a successful uh, quality of life for all? The very components of capitalism and socialism in a democracy is the American dream society. Why then are these aspirations pitted against our humanity when it takes all to produce a successful enterprise? In other words, it takes both monetary capital and human capital to produce a successful enterprise. So our focus needs to be on the, the enterprise part the great American enterprise, the greatest invention ever, uh, built on a platform of a constitution that has, a, has a resulted in some 25 amendments, continues to be amended to, to, to stay in touch with advancement of human knowledge and technology. The truth is that the capital needs to share in the wealth-based Uh, in the wealth based on the contribution of human capital, which is socialism that forms a peaceful coexistence culture. America has evolved into 
the very thing that stops communism in its tracks. The freedom is to fail and then get back up and start over again. We're the only country in the world that has a bankruptcy laws. Uh, so f freedom to fail and take a risk and start over is the most important brick in our foundation. It is the very connection that, all, that allows for uh, a peaceful environment envisioned in our Constitution. The more the debate of the balance of capitalism and socialism is the very strength of dialogue for political problem solving. The very underpinning of a democracy and constitutional government. It's said that you cannot have a true democracy without capitalism and socialism working together. The equation is reason minus religion and racism equals resolution. Reason meaning the individual happiness, health, and prosperity of our citizens, and resolution is democracy for the collective transformation of our culture that I'm calling humanism. Not all the other isms and the wokeisms and ism, 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 but humanism. I think you can probably make your own definition of humanism, but it's working together for the ultimate profit of our enterprises to continue the growth <coughs> of our free uh, enterprise-based country. What are the symptoms of a uh, country moving towards neo-communism? A gridlock Congress with no meaningful debate or resolution for insolvency and debt and deficits. Unaffordable legislation and inac inaccurate forecasts on cost and benefit. A financially challenged budget it's never been balanced since World War II. Deficits and excessive debt collapsing the USA economy. Rulemaking without consensus. With a gridlock Congress, there's never consensus. With a swaying vote, there would have to be the extremes pulled to the middle, middle and we don't have to argue over uh, who's right or wrong. We want to do what's right for the American enterprise and its citizens. Dilation or dilution of the rule of law, which has happened over the last year to year and a half, taking, taking the authority away from the police and handing it to the rioters. We have money ticks over democratic politics. You cannot get an office, you can't run for office unless you're a millionaire or a billionaire, or have the backing of both. Uh, the loss of freedom, freedoms, freedom of speech, freedom of security, and, and to protect ourselves personally, civil rights, rule of law, liberty for all, health and welfare for all. Cooking of the budget and the books. Our books are on the cash basis for the country and for our states and legislative bodies, which doesn't report the financial condition at any level. So the country in, in, in totality 
is bankrupt. It is obligations far outreaches the ability to repay them. And that's called bankruptcy. The states can go bankrupt, the cities, the counties, according to the the interpretation of the Constitution, the federal government could never go broke. Well, it's there. It's broke. If we don't pay Chinese their interest and have a payback, they start taking over the collateral, which is our natural resources, our companies, our real estate. So, yes, we have a problem. It is a huge bubble. I call it a derivative bubble. The bubble we're sitting on is a speculative economy, a speculative uh, stock market, and a speculative uh, um, currency due to the Federal Reserve's capability of, of, of printing up um, treasury bills, treasury notes, and our treasury can print currency, which, you know, has no backing anymore. It doesn't have a gold backing or diamonds or silver or maybe rare earth. It has no backing. So it's a floating uh, bubble. And we're on the verge of seeing that bubble burst with the current uh, approach by the progressives that are now in control. Not using generally accepted accounting principles to report our condition uh, to our our constituencies uh, and to the rest of the world. So they can maybe also start looking at themselves as as things really are. Authoritarian rule with oligarchy in charge. So that would be our 545 gridlocked Congress, Supreme Court, um, and the president. So, you know, this particular... Uh, episode was a, an outgrowth of further reading about uh, neo-communism and its uh, insidious takeover of the conscience of humanity. To battle that, we need to do the reverse, which is base everything that we look at on the basis of humanism, not by race color, creed, gender, or woke uh, policies. We need to look at at them through the the microscope of of reality. So, until next time, this is Jerry Rhodes and the American Enterprise Party checking out. Goodbye. Currently, there are 76,832 IRS agents. The Biden $5.6 trillion infrastructure and jobs bill proposes hiring of another 87,000 agents to catch America's legalized citizens cheating on their tax returns. Starting with monitoring each American's checking and savings account transactions over $600, using the U.S. banks as undercover agents for reporting what accounts should be audited for criminal underpaying of their income taxes. The current IRS budget is $12.3 billion. The addition of 87,000 agents will cost $12 billion, or doubling the IRS budget. 
assuming they find 200 million working Americans that are cheating the government out of $600 per annum, amounts to $12 billion increased taxes or a break-even on increased cost, so any benefit will have to come from the 26 million, millionaires and billionaires in America, with net worth of $158.2 trillion, by using a tax rate of 39% on, AGI, adjusted gross taxable income rate of 12% of net worth would be $15.5 trillion, AGI, equals approximately $2.3 trillion in annual income taxes. Compared to the 175 million taxpayers, making under $400,000, times an effective tax rate of 12.48% equals $1.1 trillion in annual income taxes. This totals $3.3 trillion in annual tax revenues to pay for an amortized $5.6 trillion infrastructure and jobs bill plus another $6.2 trillion annual operating costs, creating $10 trillion more debt per year for spending deficits, due to Congress fiscal failures. How are the increased $5.6 trillion Biden-slash-Schumer-slash-Pelosi spending bills going to be paid for when new taxes aren't going to even pay for doubling the IRS payroll let alone the other socialist dreams? Such as the Green New Deal, including personal carbon allowances, the American Jobs Program, free K-12 public education, free college, free housing, free health care and welfare checks for 2 million illegal immigrants. Plus a myriad of other unwarranted wish list socialist programs. Of course. This will warrant assuming another $5.6 trillion in debt, by printing currency to cover the deficits and inflation, using dollars with plummeting value, supplemented by the Fed selling of 30 or 100-year treasures to China and Japan. This is what stokes the $600 trillion derivative bubble that America and the worldwide banking system is sitting on. This is the result of the Sanders-slash-Biden manifesto that literally moves America to a big brother and brotherhood totalitarian government with Marxist-like controls when they use the IRS to snoop on Americans' personal bank accounts to criminalize tax avoidance. In the background is China that owns our supply lines, the wholesale and retail markets including our stock market, where hundreds of of millions of Americans' monies are invested in China businesses, through pension trusts, mutual funds and real estate ventures. Such as Everglade Real Estate, Alibaba, Great Wall Motors, China Shunhua Energy, Costco Shipping servicing our wholesale, real estate and retail businesses. This is why American voters need a third political party that specializes in foreign exchange, trade, tariffs and lowering manufacturing labor costs to be able to move the staples back to America, so we aren't paying for and indebted for their profiting on our technology, marketing system and shipping costs. This would be the American Enterprise Party, that bases taxation on net worth not AGI with America currently having unrecorded debt, www.usedebtclock.org of $159 trillion that is sitting in foreign investors' hands compared to the $158 trillion net worth held by the 26 million wealthiest Americans, which is 99% of American total wealth of $160 trillion. This replaces our institutional model to a free enterprise model, where our economy is managed as a business rather than a church, fraternity or labor union. This would change taxation from AGI to a reinvestment of capital from the wealthy at a rate of 5% of their wealth or $7 trillion per year as a pay-down of the national unrecorded debt, making America's future based on equity not deficit spending. Keeping our $21 trillion GDP ahead, not behind, China's $14 trillion GDP that has come from the transfer of America's wealth to China. This happened when our high manufacturing labor costs were shifted to their low labor costs thus escalating Chinese income, profits and GDP. As a result, China is still stealing our technology and wealth which feeds their economic growth and prosperity. To nullify, this growing derivative bubble, 
We need to tax China for the annual $800 billion imbalance in trade, by charging them marketing fees for using our consumer markets, until we have taken back our supply lines. Wake up America, we must manage our financial affairs competently, for our future, and not become an authoritarian communist state beholding to our enemies. The American Enterprise Party Trilogy, in the book's three volumes, I write about how the third-party swing vote will drain the swamp and rain in Big Brother government and Big Brotherhood business, that will represent the USA patriotically and ethically in the worldwide marketplace. To do so, we must restore worker patriotism and work ethic that has been destroyed by apathy, and focus on how to improve USA's human capital input, by revamping our valuing of human capital output. Then, capitalists must learn how to share the wealth with enterprising workers, not just have it taxed away to pay for welfare and entitlements. Unfortunately, we the American enterprising workers, are hampered by big government and big business, are won by a monopsony, telling us we are better off with one party running our affairs. This endangers our collective effectiveness because of a lack of competition and quality, as defined by humanism in a laissez-faire free market democracy. The role of unions, regressive politics and radical protests threatening our corporations and institutions, with woke campaigns and riots to dissolve our history and symbols, for the new normal, must be peacefully turned back. Our inner city ghettos must be the focus of infrastructure development as opportunity zones and restoration allowing the neighborhood gangs to be involved in small business enterprise zones to reduce crime and improve relations with our police force. Humanism and peaceful coexistence must be the culture of the future. The socialists as human capital needs to work for the sake of patriotic pride and the quality of life profitably, not just for equality and equity, for the sake of money and job security. This marriage of capitalism and socialism, in an American enterprise economy, currently works together for profit, every day in American businesses, like it or not. It produces a GDP second to none in the world of Marxism and Communism. This allows us to strategically take back our manufacturing and supply lines, to leave our major competitors, China and Russia in their own dust for hacking and stealing our technology, while we expose their infiltrating of our educational institutions. As an effective third party, the objective is to break ties or gridlock between the current uni-party government, due to money ticks as our politics and pulls the radical extremes towards, a middle consensus for problem solving. Then we can replace all the wokeisms, dividing us, with what we all want, humanism with peaceful coexistence. Ask yourself, as a voter who would you pick, a better red than dead pragmatic Republican, or a blue blood bleeding heart phlegmatic Democrat, or an enterprising market driven American enterprise party humanitarian, that wants every American citizen to be successful and healthy in pursuing the American utopian dream with humanism. So, exercise your right to support a swing vote, to capture a few seats in the Senate and House that will divide and conquer a gridlocked Congress that's leading us into inflation, then deflation and stagnation chasing progressive mandates of behavior. Such as masking and vaccines for a pandemic, climate change with a Green New Deal, a transformation of our American dream into an exploding $600 trillion derivative bubble. Where debt and deficits are beyond belief leaving America's financial and fiscal's affairs imploding into bankruptcy. $1,000 billion here and $1,000 billion there eventually that's a lot of trillion dollar deficits and debt, Senator Duxon updated to 2021.
then Congress has the audacity to ask the voters afterwards who we want, red or blue blood says our leadership? That's transparency at Big Brother Biden's worst impression of the Wizard of Oz hiding from the voters behind the speechwriter. By October 18th, the current debt limit of $28.4 trillion and our current debt of $28.43 trillion is in default. Even using cash basis budgeting and accounting, that understates debt, USA is in trouble, if this default goes past October 18th. What are the ramifications if the default continues? Guess what, if America goes down, China goes down as does the world economy in the following ways, 1. It triggers a downgrading of the USA credit rating, 2. Markets will plunge. Interest on treasuries and bank debt will skyrocket, 3. Social Security holds $2.9 trillion in treasury bonds and will not be able to pay benefits if the interest isn't paid, 4. Private pension funds and mutual funds hold 25% of the treasury bonds and need interest payments at the higher interest levels, 5 federal government pension funds hold one-half of the U.S. debt. The pensioners may not receive benefits timely, 6. Value of dollar will collapse, demand will plummet and inflation will graduate upwards to 10 to 20 percent, 7. The U.S. dollar as the unit of account reference currency for worldwide trade will be replaced by the Chinese yuan, 8. American standard of living will decline over time. Cost of living increases will set in immediately, 9. USA effectively couldn't afford imports nor shipping costs, 10. Trade with foreign supply lines will be curtailed. Creditors such as China, will have to take a haircut, 11. It will cost 6 million private sector jobs, 12. GDP will drop 4% immediately. The $21 trillion GDP will decline at the rate of 2-3% per month, 13. American households will lose $15 trillion in value, causing a run on banks for savings, fearing the worst. Since this isn't the first time this has happened, as of late, approaching the debt limit cliff happened during the Obama administration. The proposed solution was, to mint a trillion-dollar plutonium coin and deposit it in the Federal Reserve Bank to borrow against, to avoid exceeding the debt limit. At that time it was $20 trillion. It wasn't done, but the problem was kicked down the road to Trump, who deferred it in 2019 due to the COVID pandemic. Now, most economists say the $1 trillion plutonium coin isn't feasible, to save the great American institution. Instead, both parties had to increase the debt limit numerous times, just to avoid all of the above. Even so, it still didn't break any spending and legislative habits, the Congress just made it worse with the Biden-slash-Sanders Socialist Manifesto, resulting in 70 executive orders to reverse Trump policies, that was destined to increase the cost of government, with $5.6 trillion in delusional, Ella Transformational Socialist wish list and welfare debt. Now, it is at time when the debt limit is exceeded and Congress has two days to get approval for a new number. Since, America only has 900 metric tons of plutonium, valued at $28 million per ton or $25 billion justifying $1 trillion in borrowing. This falls way short of collateralizing a $1 trillion plutonium or Bitcoin. So, I guess the 25 million millionaires and billionaires, with their $159 trillion in wealth, need to step up and bail the great American enterprise out of, eventual bankruptcy. With that much leverage, they could mint their own $159 trillion in bitcoins and buy out every default of the debt limit, will they? Probably not, with Biden slash Sanders running the show with Janet Yellen, Secretary of Treasury. Considering minuting 100-year treasury bonds, the insanity goes on and the cliff gets bigger. More importantly, who caused this to happen? Was it the American workers? Was it the American voters? Was it Russia's hacking that caused it? Was it China's taking over our supply lines and technology development? Was it Trump's fault? Is it Biden's fault? 
Was it the media's failure to report the deficits and debt, as it accumulated? Was it Fox News or CNN, that failed to warn us? Or is this the way kingdoms, rise and fall into disarray then disappear? Is Washington burning, as did Rome, when Caesar was assassinated March, 44 BC, and Trump was dumped, January 20, 2021? Probably yes, to all of those conditions. Can we save the American dream with more debt? Absolutely not. Now is the time for an intervention by a third political party, that is expert in bailouts and financial reorganization. Check out my American Enterprise Party Trilogy books, for the solutions. Volume 1, Why We Need a Third Party, Volume 2, How to Do It, and Volume 3, Who Will Do It? The answer is a swing vote in the Senate, House, state legislatures, school boards, judicial races and at the dinner table debates. Doing so, pulls the extremes, left and right, to the middle and allows independents to choose solutions, not money ticks determining their politics.